Hello and welcome to uh, the third now episode of The Undergrad, the campus podcast, where we tell you nothing about campus <laughs> or national news. Uh, I'm here again with Zach. Evening, how are we? Oh, what we've got to talk about today, mate. Not much, it's a slow news week really, it's not, but it is, <laughs> yeah. it is for what people want to hear. Yeah, we've made, we've made a commitment to not talk about Brexit on this show, Yeah, uh, which kind of makes things difficult. It's all that really happens at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, see the you thing next with, week. Yeah, the thing with Brexit is like, if we spoke about Brexit and given my editing strategy where it takes, what, three weeks to release an episode <laughs> on trend? That's, that's not even true. On trend, it's three months. <laughs> we filmed the first one in fucking October. Given that, we'll have rejoined near you and left the second <laughs> time by the time that we end up going out. We're like, God, did you see the results of that referendum? <laughs> Oh what, the 16th one? Who saw that coming? Oh, Christ. That's actually true. Like it's, Everything's moved too fast for Brexit, isn't it? You can't keep up. We're not the BBC. Far no. from it. No. There's no left-wing bias in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, we make sure that we aren't uh, biased to, to the left-wing, because no. in daily life, we normally are. Yeah, so. that's so true. We're so left-leaning. So we try and um, we try and check our political views when we walk into the door. Exactly. But, you know, Our left views really came out with the new Gillette advert. Mm. Segway. <laughs> we the new Gillette advert. You guys there. hear that seamless segue? <laughs> yeah, that was an absolute segue. That wasn't planned at all. We hadn't discussed that beforehand. Uh, yeah, the Gillette adverts came out. Yeah. Do you want to describe what the advert, what you saw in the advert? Um, just, just a pure neutral, no political influence, face to face. What was the advert about? So it's just a bunch of lads like, oh, can't say that. <laughs> You say the word just as well, as if you're gonna, like, you're prefacing it like, you're yeah. just doing nothing wrong. Just. <laughs> they're just what do you mean just, they're just men? He's just catcalling them. He's just catcalling them. They're just white men. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. No, what I saw was, uh, where it's just kind of different situations where. A horror Boys are being boys, am I right? <laughs> 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 no, it's just a bunch of, you know, times men fuck up. Yeah. Which, Which seems to be a, all the time, yeah. given the advert. As someone who thinks that I don't display that kind of behaviour. Yeah. yeah it's like lads fighting each other. Well, I, think, I think that was one where the guy's about to grope a girl walking down the street. Yeah, the thing with the advert was it displayed so much differences in like what people see as like bad. So it goes with like toxic masculinity. It starts off with there's some like genuine shit, yeah. there's sexual harassment in there. Yeah, and yeah. then there's you know cat calling, and his mate's like, bro, don't don't do that, bro. Like he talks about sticking up for women, even if your mates are doing something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't defend that. No, I get the message. I get yeah. that, but then it like goes two kids play fighting, and the dad has to like break it up. Like he breaks up a play fight at a barbecue, a family barbecue, <laughs> and you're like, right, it's a good it, scrap as well. Yeah, like it's that, anyone's game. Now. It's anyone's <laughs> game. I think the ginger kid was gonna have him at one point. I, I always feel like. They just put that that one in. I was like, I don't, I didn't get why that bit was there. The fighting, little kids fighting. Like, to it, be fair, they were fucking going at each other. Were they? Like you know, I used to enjoy play fighting yeah. with kids as much as the next guy. I still do, but yeah. I don't. I never remember them them getting that far where the guy's fucking raining fire on him as he's down. Was like, he raining? I must remember this differently, mate. An MMA ref would have called that fight. I don't know. I saw it and it's like two kids scrapping, and you go, you jump in, but like the dad does this like really shit acting and he's like come on guys <laughs> come let's, on guys let's break this up and yeah. like well obviously <laughs> but you know make, don't make a big song and dance about it your kids are just fucking scrapping that you know one kid's 
took the other kids fucking sausage. <laughs> That's not you, Misa. And uh, at the barbecue. And uh, they started scrapping it. And it's a little thing, break up, yeah, but don't put it in the Gillette advert. No. Because yeah, what it was, it was a bit. Um, what they say in the kids have toxic masculinity. They're like fucking six, seven, eight yeah, between. But I guess them. not because they're not because they're male, but because you know societal norms have governed that that you know they the, should be doing this at six years old. They've only been in society for six years. How is societal norms <laughs> govern them? I've been in this uni for two and a half years. <laughs> I fucking ate it already. <laughs> they're like six years. Uh, that sort of explains. I think what they were trying to do was don't let toxic shit. Like spread when yeah, you're young. Yeah, yeah. But it's basically saying don't be a dick. But because the, then it's like the best. Is not a lee- There's got to be leeway for fighting in kids. Kids are gonna fight. Yeah, I, I yeah. And I think there is a good message in it, and I think there is parts of it. But what was interesting to me was the the, the social media take on it was quite like so different given the platform it was on. So right. I didn't see the social media taking it. So right, YouTube basically it's it's a horribly disliked video. I think at the really? time I was watching, it was like liked dislike ratio is one to twenty. Well, YouTube isn't isn't it like eighty percent male or something in terms of is um, it really video views? Yeah, yeah it like probably is massively male yeah. platform. And so that's like a start away. It's, it, that's how the BBC ran with the article. They saw the dislikes and like major backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter didn't really like that shit because what they saw was. A fantastically well-documented advert right. on toxic masculinity. Twitter, obviously, yeah. maybe stereotypically, but it does seem to be more so. so you know, society progressive, a bit more. Like, it's got uh, its right-wing like, corners, but yeah, I think mm. on the whole, it's yeah. yeah the right-wing the, the right-wing corners are sort of like they get their they would have had a field day, yeah, that, wouldn't they? and they get their verifications took off them, and Twitter <laughs> suspends them. They silence the yeah, the far right fairly. <laughs> the left society. Um, Progressive, socially liberal people, they, they take up most of yeah, yeah. Well, And so yeah, they saw it yeah. as the BBC with its own, with some right wing bias going, they're saying this article, this uh, advert's terrible and there's been a backlash. But in with me and my Labour voting family, we don't think it's bad. Like, of course you don't. Like, why would you? You're on Twitter and you follow Owen Jones, Jeremy <laughs> Corbyn. And young Fabian society, like you're obviously going to think that everything you hear is like negative towards, is good towards it. I would like to see um, someone like you know Dove or Garnier do a response advert of all the times women do shitty stuff and be like, let's be the best we can be. So stuff like, you know, the odd the odd underhand comment. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like but that'd be so like the the men is so serious. <laughs> it's like legit problems in society. The women, oh, sometimes you can be a bit passive aggressive, <laughs> <laughs> or like them knowing shit all about tech. Yeah, being like, oh, can you fix, fix my a headlamp? TV headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> can you fix my gas lamp, please? <laughs> Can you fix the reins on on my horse carriage? It is interesting. And then we were talking about this the other day. I think we had a different opinion on on who the advert was aimed for. Because I you seem to believe it's that's at men on men. This is the advert for like men. I seem to think that it's aimed a bit more at women, given that they buy a lot of household project uh, products and they're the ones lot buying the razors and therefore they'll see that and go, Oh, that's fantastic. But the slogan at the end is the best we can be. Well, Gillette's slogan's always been a best a man can get. Yeah. I know it's what a best a man can be. It's still sort of detached. No, it's the best we can be. I'm I thought it, sure. 
Don't know that, mate. <laughs> Don't know that one. Anyway, that, I think that's by the by. But either way, yeah. You know, everyone's seen it. It's not. Yeah, I, it's always going to go viral. So, but maybe they didn't expect that. Maybe they thought this would be a great advert. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a really good marketing scheme because mm. everyone, including this podcast, is talking about it. It's like when uh, Nike did the. Kaepernick advert and it banged and it it? banged and and like there was those right wing donnies that were just burning his jersey burning their Nike shoes as if that would harm Nike and there was like some sort of for a few moments I believe that Nike shares might drop I think investors were starting to get a bit scared but they're not their sales boosted because people with Pepe profile pictures on Twitter were piping up exactly I don't have any political views strong enough to justify me burning like 70 quid Nike traders no, I don't know what would make me take a, a match to a fucking <laughs> anything, <laughs> like a match to anything. If like certain fundamental liberties, like yeah. if martial law was imposed, yeah. would you? Would you set fire to a garrison? To, I don't know how to set fire to a night <laughs> garrison. <laughs> yeah, martial law's been imposed. The British, the SAS roam the streets <laughs> like like it's Northern Ireland, and you're fucking setting fire to you. Well, like, well, I'm an ass guy now. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Well, yeah, the Gillette is an interesting one. I think, I think ultimately, I don't actually care that much about all but this maybe, stuff. But maybe should you be caring? Do you not recognise the toxic masculinity inside of all of us? No, I was in terms of when I mean caring, I mean like I don't feel like offended that much, and I don't really no. have strong views about toxic masculinity exactly. on either side. But you don't feel offended, but are you like ambivalent to it all? Do you not think I'm a bit m- exhausted of it all? Because I'm gonna be honest, a lot of Twitter and all that is talking about how. Men should really take note of this and they should really look at this. But men aren't going to take note of a fucking Razor advert. I'm going to be honest. No. If it, it's not coming from... Whether it's like the, the best message ever, a great message, yeah, yeah. it's coming from the fucking Gillette. You shave your fucking pubes with their razors. <laughs> I actually do as yeah, well. Yeah, like what? I'm putting their razor to my cock, effectively. <laughs> and they want me... And they're telling me this shit. Just give me a fucking triple blade. Give me a triple blade that doesn't fucking... Yeah, yeah, I'm on the back three as well. Did you hear that, like, the number of razors doesn't mean anything? Yeah. It's all branding, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they had one blade all the time, and then I think Wilkinson's sword (laughs) put, like, a two blade. And I was like, right, two blades must be better than one. No, it's just the one blade split in half. (laughs) And now there's, like, five, isn't it? (laughs) Now we've got the hexa blade. (laughs) The dodecahedral blade. And it's, like, some 3D. Do you think that this advert came from like the best intentions is it woke economics i think it's woke economics yeah i don't think the fucking directors at gillette care about society issues that much i mean they're there to the board of the old man i guess i'm maybe guessing but yeah and just they love you know shareholders and shit and but they do say you know get woke go broke so is the it but is there uh, a justification for where you go woke and you end up making you end up making bank because go woke. Or like an economic justification. Yeah, because there seems to be always back. Yeah, backlash when someone goes woke. And I'm sort. Of, I'm starting to think. I wonder what the economics are on that. Well, Is, Nike. Do you go broke? Nike would enjoy it. Yeah, they didn't really go woke. They sort of stood up for. It was. It's woke, but it's fundamental. Well, I find in my own life, the more woke I do become, the less money I have. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're related. I spend it all on banners and <laughs> charging around campus on evenings. I spend it all on um, erasing toxic masculinity in our society. Every time you buy a razor, a toxic masculinity trait will be eradicated <laughs> from one man. 
Will they be taken out? Yeah, that's probably... You know, like, the top of a razor's got that, like, that jelly bit? Yeah. Wonder if that, like... You know, people talk about chemtrails and conspiracy <laughs> theories. Wonder if that's makes you Putting chemicals in the water <laughs> make the frogs gay. <laughs> that's Alex Jones. That's not his opinion. <laughs> Mate, he's, I mean, he's actually a guest next week on this show, isn't he? That'd be sick. Alex Should we Jones. get him on? Do you reckon he'll come on? I think it'd take a bit too much airtime, to be honest. I was really reading some conspiracy theories because I'm, you know, we both I don't yeah. believe. I don't leave a single conspiracy theory. I take like, everything. I, I, th- I, I don't like it when other people do either. Certain ones I think lesser people. Yeah. Some ones I can humour, like, yeah, fine. Chemtrails. <laughs> but some ones are so absurd, you're like, come on. Yeah, it's easy. I, Have a modicum of like critical thinking. Yeah. And be like, that. that's patently untrue. Do you think people just want to believe them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to believe them. But do you have, they, they often are bleak. Some of them. They're often like, there's something going behind closed doors. This group don't want people to know about. There's some fundamental problems and corruption that we... Like yeah, 9-11 it, conspiracy. It really nicely explains away people's problems in their lives, both on like on an individual level and a societal level. So you could be like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm not doing great in life because there's this big dark force in our society. That's what I think about religion. People don't want to... People just want some like guy, some pathway. They don't want to think that they're they're doing shit because they chose shitty decisions in life, or that that, that life's just unfair in general. They want to think there's some you know puppeteer pulling the strings. Are you saying religion is akin to a conspiracy theory? You know what? I weren't, but I am. <laughs> it's one big. Well, I can feel Surely. some of our listeners' feathers getting ruffled right now. <laughs> Surely it's some form of conspiracy. There's a big guy in the sky. It would be for the opposite reason, though. You normally say conspiracy theories are quite bleak. The religious conspiracy yeah, theory, if we're going to call it that, which I would hesitate in doing so, is quite... A, yeah, it's, it's generally positive. Yeah, there's a, there's a big guy in the sky that kind of likes you. and Yeah, uh, he loves you. No matter what you do, he loves you. Yeah. But he will give you, a, you know, eternal damnation <laughs> for, you know, fucking up for 40 years. <laughs> 40 years compared to eternity is, is ridiculous. It's a tough deal. <laughs> yeah, tough deal. it's a tough deal. It is what it is. Well, yeah, I was reading uh, about chemtrails. You heard about chemtrails? Mate, to be honest, is, is it stuff that comes out of planes? <laughs> I don't really know the specifics of it. I always hear it. You do. It. It's like the, uh, there's, a, there's a, uh, a group, a, a conspiracy group called Bye Bye Blue Sky. <laughs> and what they say is that they've been, they're like 40 years old. Well, like, they're like 35-year-old people, 40-year-old people. And they go, right. I've only noticed chemtrails, well, plane jet streams. Yeah. In the last 20, 30 years, they weren't there when I was four and didn't really have any memories of anything. So they're saying that these jet streams are like chemicals that governments spray on the population. And they're saying they've not existed for 20, 30, they've only existed the last 20, 30 years. They don't remember them when they were four or five. Right. <laughs> because they didn't look up at the sky and think, why are the government spraying fucking anthrax on us? And what do the chemicals do? Like make you uh, obedient, which is clearly failing. The society's so not obedient. If you um, if you consider for a second the implications of that, yeah. Like, let's look at the places where there are most flights, the highest density of planes, major airports. They'll be in cities. Mm. Cities are typically labour, <laughs> liberal, progressive. Yeah. They want to change things the most. They're the most so true. Active politically. And that's where the highest consecration of, of chemicals would be. 
So there's chemtrails done. Wow, you've bye bye blue sky, bye 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 blue sky, because <laughs> that groove is now done. Do you reckon they play uh, Mr. Blue Sky in there? Let me see. I reckon they hate it actually. But um, BBC, for some reason, our license got breaking fee. news: chemtrails <laughs> ruining your life. <laughs> BBC investigated it. No, did they actually? Yeah, chemtrails. Yeah, that's where your license fee goes. Not on BBC Three. Like I took off air, it goes on chemtrails, and they. Came up with some evidence that chemtrails aren't chemtrails aren't real, and one of them is look at pictures of planes at any time, <laughs> any time in history. The jet ships going out of it. Look at dog fights in like nineteen forties, um, World War Two. Yeah. What's coming out the fucking back of that Hawker Hurricane? What's coming out the back of that fucking that Luftwaffe squadron <laughs> heading right for Coventry? What's coming out of it? No one's looking at the jet streams because they're wondering what's going on underneath the plane. They're at the back of it. What really interested me though is that. New scientists also investigated it, and the science community. I hope they give it to an intern or something. Uh, they probably, they probably should, they should have done. Yeah, I doubt the editor in chief is going. Love to. He's got a new science. What we got? Uh, the anti-cancer drug. <laughs> Scrap it. Shelve that for four Boring. weeks. Yeah, shelve that for fucking next year. No one wants to hear about that. What's his chemtrails? So they do it. They do an investigation, right? And they survey people. So they survey scientists, and the scientists. <laughs> there's a question, something like. Have you ever encountered large-scale evidence of a secret atmospheric program? Yeah. That's the exact words. And there are 77 people, right? 77 scientists. Quite a small sample. Small sample, but scientists, it's just to get the stats up in it. Yeah, yeah. And 76 said, no, they haven't. No. There's one. (laughs) There's one who says he's encountered large-scale evidence. Did they say where he, what university is at or something? I don't think they expected to get one. So I think they just got the, the, the anonymous reports back on it, right, we'll just play it off, 100% said no. Wait, one guy has said yes, that there's, he's got evidence of a large-scale atmospheric programme. He should be immediately defunded from whatever projects he's doing right Surely now. Surely if his name was released, government just kill him off anyway. <laughs> If the chemtrails don't do it first, mate. <laughs> he's clearly not obedient. He's clearly not obedient. The chemtrails haven't worked on him. He's immune to it. We'll go uh, stand next to Heathrow for half an hour. But, <laughs> you know, like some people are immune to CS gas. All the people... <laughs> <laughs> all, like, there's those Donnies that just are like, immune to it. It doesn't affect them at all. <laughs> and he's just immune to chemtrails. To be fair, I live 20 minutes from Heathrow. That might be why I'm such a boring fucker. <laughs> so obedient. You've lived an obedient life, mate. Yeah, well... I'm drinking in the raw studio. Yeah, LucasAid. <laughs> You're drinking LucasAid out of those squirty bottles that are non-spilt. <laughs> That's like the safest drink. <laughs> I think it's encouraged by the studio. <laughs> yeah. Stay hydrated in your radio show. Yeah, you actually need to be, mate. So it's a fucking marathon, this right? You listeners might think, oh, you just turn up, you talk about things. That's you do. Exactly That's exactly what, what do. you do. But it's a marathon. You've got to be fucking honest. We, uh, we should tell the listeners that this show genuinely isn't planned. I mean, I'm sure they've picked it up already. <laughs> yeah. They go, what? This, is, this isn't planned. This isn't written word for word. <laughs> I'm not reading off a big fucking auto cue. But you're both so eloquent. I know. You both don't um on her or do ASMR set pieces. Speaking of kind of like conspiracy theories. Maybe this isn't a conspiracy theory. Maybe it's generally true. But you know those theories that like Google and shit... You are using the microphones in your devices to listen into you so they can like fine tune their ads. Yeah. And that fellow did it on YouTube. And, yeah, you know, did the, the dog biscuits. Yeah, and it was really oddly. Yeah, it's the first one, wasn't it? Anyway, so you know how recently 
everyone in the house has started calling me granddad a lot more. Have they? Yeah, I mean, with with good reason. I'm wearing a lot of cardigans. Yeah, so. I thought that was just important. It's always been a thing, but yeah, it's always definitely been yeah. a thing. Well, the the reason I I've noticed this. You, what, you you're leaving house. You you've had enough. <laughs> I know everyone's like calling me granddad now. I've had enough. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like taking the piss. <laughs> well, I've got this <laughs> AR15 here, and uh, <laughs> and I heard the grid's pretty buzzing at this time of night. <laughs> Not going in. <laughs> anyway, I've started getting loads of. <laughs> pension and retirement savings adverts on Whoa. all of my platforms. Whoa. Yeah. Mate, funny story. Me, George, and some of a fucking loser in our house. I can't remember. Yeah, just set the scene for listeners. We have a house of seven. We're all fucking cool. <laughs> and we were sitting, it's how cool we were. We were sitting around the table and George goes, set the scene for George. George is, he's a worker, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, your proper university student. That's he's what a, Warwick University think Warwick University students yeah. are. He's not like he's. There's only certain unis for him. There's like four. They're the top four. Yeah. Uh, that's what his universities are. He works well. Good work ethic. Work ethic. And he he stresses a lot about not doing work. Yeah. Right. I think that's fair to say. That's not shade. Uh, there's a bit of shade there. Is that shade? I'm throwing shade. I live with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we should we like him. Yeah. He's alright. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> Go on. And we were sitting around the table and he looked at his like his apps and they were all like um the what on the app store, yeah, all yeah. the recommended featured apps. They were all uh what's it called? Productivity show. Productivity apps, time management apps, like journal apps in the sense that you're supposed to get like, reminders, keep up with your work. And he starts creasing as ah, oh, they've got me sorted, like time management, education apps, that's funny. And I look at mine and mine is financial. It's all budget-saving apps. It's ca- ca- um, keep track of your money apps. Watch what you're spending. How to investment. Like, and I'm notoriously shite with money, famously. The, the, the way I'd explain the George one is I think he actually has a lot of those apps. Exactly. So what I'm thinking is, that's what I thought. He's downloaded them. They've gone. He fucking clearly <laughs> yeah, wants God, to manage his time. He's micromanaging his time. The guy micromanages time like his money. Like he's running out of it. He really manages every second. And but my, I've never downloaded a budget app, and it obviously it could be coincidence, and it probably it is coincidence. Yeah. But it's in, it's crazy to think. I guess the prevailing wisdom is it's not a good thing. Like people don't like it, and I can see why. Or personalized ads, or based on yeah, yeah or the microphone. On, well, both. Yeah, one's more serious than the other. The microphone's more serious. I don't yeah. really like that. But the stuff that you know, they know what your search history is. Of course they do. I don't really mind that. I'd rather see a personalized ad than a non-personalized ad. Yeah. I'd rather see an ad for more budget-saving apps because that will, in the long run, Better possibly help me. As I'd, long as what you're searching and, and incognito mode isn't feeding into those ad recommendations. Yeah, because then I'll be getting a lot of different toys. That's a little uh, call back to episode one, isn't it? Penis fillers. Penis fillers. They all went downhill from there. Well, maybe that's evidence that they, they don't use microphones because we had our phones out in episode one and we were mm. chatting about penis fillers for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> And we should have got a lot of penis filler ads. Every time I want, it's a shame because I could probably use one. Uh, every time I want some sites, they go, "You can grow your penis three inches with this pill." Really? Yeah. Tends to be porn sites that are like that. Really? Yeah. You ever see those adverts on porn sites? It's usually casino. I don't go on those sites actually, mate. <laughs> it's usually casino kings, or clearly fraudulent cock growth sites. Fraudulent. Well, the pill I took was just sugar, or it seemed to be anyway. Imagine if they're actually true. 
<laughs> Imagine if like serious like scientists are like, how are we going to market this actually massive cock increasing pill? Yeah, with no like, side effects. Like, right, there's nothing wrong with it. You just get three inches a week. That's just genuine. <laughs> well, we can't put that on Google ad services. We have to put it on porno. Maybe like, they do actually work. Tune in for episode four. We'll take one this week yeah. and see what happens. It's, you know, look at people, like, YouTube trends like trying American candy, trying Japanese <laughs> candy, trying penis enhancers. Do you believe Bill Clinton is a reptile <laughs> or a lizard? <laughs> well, if he's not a lizard, he's definitely a paedophile. Why are all those conspiracy theories about like the liberal elite and all that shit? Why are they always paedophiles? Because there's huge paedophile rings that come out every now and then, isn't it, from like BBC? And like, how have they kept it secret? Yeah, but never in high government. They've kept it secret. How would you know? Well, why paedophiles? You know, why not? Any other form of Because it's dark and sinister. <laughs> it's literally because it sounds dark and it sounds sinister. Yeah. Prince Charles is a vampire. This starts <laughs> off with, like all good conspiracy theories, this one has some basis in fact. It, it obviously doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have basis in fact. The, the basis would be that Prince Charles is a vampire. <laughs> all of that CCTV footage in, the, in Buckinghamshire Palace of him sucking the blood out of Diana's carcass. Really? Oh. It actually, he's based in fact. It is based in fact. He's a vampire. It, well, he he believed to, from genealogy records, believed to descend from Vlad the Impaler. Huh. Wow. Were they vampires, though? No, they weren't. He just apparently drank blood, which I don't think there's much evidence of. He was just a brutal, brutal man. Uh. He's been offered the honorific title of Prince of Transylvania. That's a, that's a PR stunt for Transylvania. It's not really a place anymore, either. Where is Transylvania? Uh, like Eastern Europe kind of thing. I think like... Um, oh, Ukraine or something? No, a bit further west than that. Like, I think like near like Czech Republic and shit like that. What is it? It's a region? Yeah, I think it might have been... It used to might have been something, but... Kind of like the Sudetenland. Oh, yeah. Kind no one recognises that, innit? No. I do. Here at Radio Warwick, we recognise all disputed pieces of land to the, to the country with the biggest army. That's how it should work. <laughs> Romania. Sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it's Romania. Yeah. It's called Vlad. <laughs> you got any news this week, mate? Um, I, oh, I typed in student news on the bus. <laughs> it's on the way in. This is kind of news. An independent article, uh, and it's headlined, Let students use study drugs and let's sell them at boots, says Cambridge scientist. Pretty relevant to our lives. You've taken sh- Modafinil, have you? No. I haven't. I'm not taking have Modafinil. Not? I thought you had uh, No, I never took Modafinil. Did you take something else? No. <laughs> well, you implicated implicate me in these drugs. <laughs> Apparently they're bloody effective. Apparently they're not. Wow, you're really giving some mixed views on this one. Have a view, mate. Go on. Well, <laughs> anecdotally, all my friends yeah. who have taken them have been like, yeah, right, I, I had mad focus for like 12 hours. And then, uh, did you watch Take Your Pills, that Netflix yeah. doc? And like the first like 55 minutes were all like, all these people being like, oh, it's actually mad. Like it's really yeah. improved my life, blah, blah, blah. Then the last five minutes are like, studies show that people just think they're more productive yeah. when in reality against the control group they weren't. In effect, I think it's just like giving yourself a stimulant with the mindset of, 
I've got to do work for 12 hours a day. So what it does is it allows you to yeah, be awake yeah. and you can force yourself to concentrate. So I know people who've done speed and coke as a study drug. And it's all about like the mindset and the, the mad society yeah, and the society you're in. So like if I'm going out on the night out and I take coke, it's just going to buzz me. And it's a stimulant, obviously. And I've got the alcohol with me. I'm going to use it in a party sense. Mm. If I take it fucking Well, floor, not in real life. Not in real life, no. Because I wouldn't know. Yeah, just to clarify that. This podcast strongly <laughs> condemns drug use. If you didn't already know. Yeah. My God, do we condemn these? The use only thread that runs through all these podcasts are drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're just things, man. Vibe out, yeah. So, <laughs> if you take coke on, you know, floor four of the Warwick Library, yeah, and you go and sit down, and where'd you, you buy yours? Um, just like I just make it myself. You don't I, buy it off the library stuff. No, no, nah, I buy it from Boots. It's being <laughs> sold in Boots. Super drug. Nah, but like <laughs> for. Floor four, you take that there. Your mindset's different. Yeah, you'll work. Yeah. You'll do the. You'll use a stimulant to some productivity, but it won't make you like inhale information like a fucking like weed smoke or cigarette smoke. Why do they say weed? Do you reckon they're unfair if people use study drugs and other people don't? Do you reckon they have an unfair disadvantage? I mean, yeah, by definition, I think. Well, if we don't think they're effective, exactly. Yeah, maybe then. But I still think if you're using something. That can, like, it is a stimulant, I guess. It is. So yeah. if you're using something that can keep you going longer, it's unfair to the people using it. I mean, it, health implications aside, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we forget, forget about that shit. Yeah, there's a reason, like, what's it called? Performance dancing drugs in sports aren't just banned because you go for, you can run 100 metres in that four seconds. <laughs> but they are dangerous to use for uh, the athletes themselves. If they do get legalised, I just think all that's going to happen is someone's going to take it a bit too far and their heart's going to explode. The study drugs. Yeah. Well, the most of the study drugs are legal. The way that NOS got ruined. Yeah, no, yeah, true. People keep dying from NOS. Like, how have you yeah. done that? How have you, like, swapped... for the rest of yeah. us. Yeah. How have you swapped oxygen for nitrous oxide? <laughs> I mean, the most... The glory of... days of NOS in, like, 2015 when you could get yeah. it. It's like in getting a loaf it, of bread. Yeah. You, get, you go into a club, you get a free loon on entry. <laughs> Like, you coming in here? I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, have, have a triple. <laughs> and you like, what? There you go, son. <laughs> have this, hippie crack. That is a weird, media. the media have coined some stupid terms that no one uses. Hippie crack. Hippie crack is one of them. Yeah. Meow, meow, friend cat. No one called it meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. Remember happy slapping? No. Happy slap was when, back in the day, you're, you're talking like 2008, when, well, not even earlier. Where like you'd film people getting slapped. Oh yeah. On like a on like a four pixel Nokia. From the nineties, no, actually no, from the eighties to the kind of two thousand and ten, I'd say is just a forgettable cut period in our culture. Well, like, the noughties. You think the noughties? The eighties, the nineties. You think the eighties and nineties were Not, forgettable? Mate, the eighties fashion was Oh, come off it, mate. Nineties fashion was worse. You're wrong with the eighties. Maybe I'm wrong with the 80s. 80s. You'll give me the 90s and the noughties, though. Oh, man, I don't even want to give you the 90s. I don't want to give you the 90s. Give, all right. I'll give you the noughties, give 100%. The noughties. I'll give you the noughties. I'll give you the noughties on a platter. Yeah. A sharing platter. Maybe we'll share even it. the early 2010s as well. I'll give you that. I'll stop at 2012, though. Think past 2012, Olympics, yeah, 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 Olympics yeah. kick off. Yeah. Britain starts hitting his boot. The reason 80s, I think... You watch, you've seen Bad in the Snatch, haven't you, Netflix? 
The vibes are there, man. There's some huge tunes in the 80s. Football yeah. is big. Clothes are big. Music is big. And those are the three linchpins in so British culture. They wore in the 80s. Maybe, but it's... The, the padded jackets. You, yeah, but you, there's always... If you look back, it's, it's always going to look shit because it's not what you wear like what you wear now. But 80s fashion comes back around. Yeah, but we don't think that about you know, the 60s, the leather jackets and the, and the black Yeah, jackets. because I think the 60s is different in the sense that suits never go out of fashion and suits are big in the 60s. Yeah, fair. The mods... They're the, they're the cultural reference points are music, football, clothes for me. Uh, I didn't, the political issues of the time, I didn't involve in that as well. But like, for a t- the average teenager in a normal city, not Buckingham shit at, they don't go, Mommy, what's Edward Heath saying today? Like, no one gives a shit. I'm 16 and I listen to Smiths. You know what I mean? Those eras are completely out of date. I'm talking about Eddie <laughs> and the Smiths in the 80s. The Duke of Edinburgh's had a fall. The yes, hasn't he? Wasn't it a car crash? Yeah, yeah. Was, you know what they say. Oh, she's had a fall. He's had a fall. In a, a, in a car. Was he driving? I yeah, I think he was driving. Was he? Yeah, he was driving. And I just wanted to ask, like, do you think, if you, like, if you, there should be a limit at the age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving. Yeah. I think that's kind of common, um, common like wisdom, but it's not really a law. But old people vote in it. I've had a stat, and you're four times more likely to crash between seventeen and twenty-four than you are if you're over seventy. Yeah, but that's because the seventeen to twenty-four is the highest risk. And then it's the the eldest people. Before time, but you're more like yeah. See, but you're more likely to crash in your first six months of picking up a test than you are in the last six months before you hang up your keys. I know, but that's sh- that's that should be seventy five and over versus middle aged or something. But sh- but you shouldn't ban them then on the fact that they're not the highest risk group. You can't go oh well seventeen twenty fours they have to drive at some point. Ban the seventy year olds. It wouldn't be fair. You go, they'd surely go, well, we're clearly better than the 70, 24 year olds. We shouldn't be banned because we're the second worst and you can't ban them. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. Norwich is, has a woman who's 107 and she's just stopped driving. Like, how quick are her re- reflections? You could hit her and she wouldn't feel it for another fucking four weeks. <laughs> you make a good point. Maybe you should just, you shouldn't you shouldn't banned. It should be an individual thing. Like you should have to do a test every Again. five years or something. Yeah, I, I think that I, that's where I agree. Yeah, you should probably have to do a test again because just to see if you respond to that. You wouldn't have took a test for fucking 70, 80 years. Yeah, yeah. If you are hundred, because my grandma's eighty two. Yeah, and she's you know, she's not the best driver, but she she's passable. She gets from A to B. <laughs> but my granddad is like eighty nine. Mm. I don't think he drives anymore anymore, but a couple of years ago he was, and he was fucking dreadful. <laughs> the test was a shambles back then. The test was an absolute shambles back in the day. I think he did his test in like Fiji or something. And like, no, he did it. He was he was working for the army. I say working for the army. I think it was. He's a soldier. Yeah, <laughs> he was working for the army. And he and the test was like driving a fucking jeep around, and that was admissible in the UK after that. So it's a sham. Learned. It's an absolute sham. Remember him giving me a lift home from... <laughs> he's just like, he's just going off-road only. <laughs> he's, mate, he's like and he's like, he's just got like a, a turret on top of me. He's like, oh. I remember him giving me a, a lesson once. And he was like, do you see any tangos? Let me know. <laughs> he was calling for danger close air support. <laughs> <laughs> mayday, mayday. He's like, yeah, he's just calling for some fucking, some Harriers to come inbound. He just spots some people. He's just going off-road only. 
where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> no headlights, mate, too bait. When he took me out in his tiger tank uh, <laughs> for my first lesson. I'm a granite and a Nazi, right? <laughs> you got there was a Nazi? No, he ain't no Nazi. Oh. Oh, uh, I thought you said he, my granddad's a Nazi, right? I was like, said blase. Well, he wasn't German, but he was a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> He's also my granddad, I just really admire him. <laughs> I literally no relation to this guy, I just really respect him. I just called him granddad at the local party meetings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite good, actually. Cheers. Duke then, but apparently they dragged him out of the car and he was going, my leg, my leg, my leg. What'd you make of that? <laughs> You know he didn't thank the person who got him out of the car. He didn't thank him. But just a member of the public. Yeah, a member of the public saw like his car career off the road, hit a, uh, into a ditch. If the facts are wrong, I hope the royal family don't kill me yeah. in some accident. Ooh. Conspiracy that, theories. That... No, don't say it. <laughs> the viewers are clever enough. Okay. <laughs> in a tunnel where all the CCTV cameras is probably not working. Uh, that doesn't matter. But yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, he cleared off the road. Yeah. And he hit a car, I think, that had a nine-month-old baby in there. Jeez. It's like a miracle he didn't kill him or himself. I obviously, you know, I'm happy that they all survived, but mm. it would have been fascinating to see the, the public debate that would happen if yeah. that nine-month-old baby got killed from Prince Charles. Yeah. Prince Char- uh, was it Prince Charles or Prince Philip? Philip. It's the, Phil. the old Donnie. He's 96. He's so old. He he's had why so are they many deaths. Bill Clinton's a lizard. They should be fucking. They are. They're it. saying he's a lizard as well. They're that all would lizards. get more traction because he does it like a lizard. And he doesn't die. He's had so many health scares. Yeah, but mate, the healthcare they get ridiculously good. They probably get some mad blood transfusions and shit, and he. Yeah, he's probably yeah. He's probably got clean blood. Yeah, he's a vampire. Get, like, Jessica Ennis's blood or something. Yeah, they probably just like take on elite athletes, sedate yeah. them, take them in. <laughs> Sap them of all their blood. And that's why the good die young. Because <laughs> their blood is going to the lizard rulers. <laughs> Christ. That's why Mo Farah stopped in the corn adverts, mate. He was making a killing off just giving his blood. You know he's not even a vegetarian. Does he not? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a vegetarian. There's just an ad of him like trying the nuggets and going like, Fuck Fucking, fucking these dead. are nothing like the real thing. And he's, I only eat caged hens. <laughs> Imagine that your political motive is. I yeah. What's your you know your political leanings? I only eat hurt animals. Animals that had a bad standard of living. Caged. I eat beef when I drive a diesel car. <laughs> Red meat twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gas fire engine. <laughs> Working hell. Coal fuels my car. <laughs> I have a Model T. <laughs> With a V12 in it. Fucking hell. I was reading something. These are not conspiracy <laughs> theories. These are not conspiracy theories. Not. They are, but they're just... They're just wrong. <laughs> From the tab. Oh. Got one here. We might, as Sturgis might, to, uh, like to discuss this. We asked for your first year regrets, so you don't need to make the same mistakes. First year regrets. Okay, so I'm going to reel off a few and see if you... Regret, I might have those regrets. Yeah. Okay. Don't pull people in your seminars. I don't have seminars. 
Oh, well, you know, your fucking lab groups, whatever. Oh. Did you do that? Yeah. Did you regret it? Not particularly. It's not oh, that no. deep, is it? No. Is it that deep? Like, people, the awkwardness is, like, passing. Worth it. Yeah. I'd rather have uh, a morning of awkwardness than a night of loneliness. Nice. Don't pull uh, your flatmates. Are you still about pulling? Uh, did we do that? I don't think it... Oh, not our actual flat, downstairs flat. Yeah. Both guilty of that. You regret it? Not really. I certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, if I could turn back time and not do that, probably would. Really? Nah, I'm not fussed. Yeah. It's that deep, is it? You will never be proud of those messy nights out. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm proud well, of... I'm not really... I'm not proud, but I'm not like disgraced. Yeah. Is that that's the opposite of proud? Disgraced? Or you know, people like, oh, I was oh, I was just such a sham last night. Oh, well done. You've turned to uni, you had a few beers, and you fell over <laughs> and chunned in a club. It's like people have been there and worn that t-shirt a million times before you have. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Losers. Oh, mate, the rest of these are really fucking inane. Read them out, mate. Let's just give me. Let's see if I regret them. I regret. Well, you'll to... relate to both of these. Campus security, you really will find you. They fucked me over, the pussies. And if campus security listening, <laughs> come up to Right War Studio now and we'll fucking talk it out, innit? Meet you, lights off. <laughs> and we'll, we'll fucking sort it out. It's campus security are fucking losers because I don't get how you get this job of being a campus security man <laughs> or woman. <laughs> um, how do you apply? I reckon. Imagine you... the assessment centre for that job. Yeah. I mean, it must be, the assessment centre must be as soon as you walk out of the police training academy after you've failed, <laughs> you then walk in to an assessment centre for a campus security and you don't get Coventry because that's actually where the problems are. You get Warwick. Like, okay, so um, role-playing exercise. You're a security guard, I'm a student, I'm having harmless fun. What do you do? And they just go for the ones who give the most <laughs> obtusely cunty response. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's do. one about overdrafts oh I'll be right to that oh yeah I'm poor Ooh. and I spend money too much whoopty fucking do to break up or to not break up for some going to university in a relationship is perfectly viable uh, I can't be asked to read the next part but that's an interesting one though going to university with a, with a spouse I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it myself nah at start the f- afresh come on have a new life. It's mad because like I love every year where the freshers that come up, they see like the UCAS has like advice and it goes, Don't come to uni with a with a significant other. Yeah, it literally said it in one of the fucking freshers advice things. Only a little like tongue in cheek, well, but it does say it. That's government sanctioned advice yeah. that. And I remember well, when we were coming up to university and it banged this girl tweets, go, Don't tell me what I should do my boyfriend and if I should get rid of him before uni. You have no right to say about our relationship. I can, I'd put hundred pound that she's probably not with him now. Yeah, I would also call that excellent advice from UCAS. I think yeah, you should publicise that more. Yeah, that should be what they stand for. <laughs> Fuck the university getting in and grades and thing. UCAS is lose about, your birth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just all <laughs> they just like set you up. Like you'll have a sick time if you're like, if you're single, lad. Yeah, we got some tab nights set out for you this week, boys. UCAS sponsored. Like all the girls are waiting for you in the club. <laughs> girls free entry. UCAS are just that one mate of yours who is always in your ear being like, "Come on, mate, come on." <laughs> she won't know, mate. <laughs> Yeah, they're not encouraging like being single, yeah. encouraging cheating on your girlfriend. Yeah. 
Go to go to uni relationship. It's more fun that way. <laughs> if she does find out, she'll still like you. <laughs> yeah. Come on, the distance will make it hard for her to uh to you know to get over it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, mate. Just deny it. She's got no proof. Yeah. UCAS sponsored advice. Um, for most first it doesn't count, so don't take it too seriously. What do you think about that advice? About yeah. first year doesn't count. What, so don't take it seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I back it absolutely. Yeah. I remember like another like piece of Twitter Twitter uh what what you call enlightenment yeah. that these people give. And it was like don't hang around with the people who say first year doesn't count. Why? Those are the fun people. It doesn't count, though. It, yeah, it doesn't count. They'd like, be telling the truth. 5% for me. Yeah, 10% right. for George. Is it? Yeah. You got all 10 of those percentages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even 5%, though, I mean, come on, it's it's a pittance. Get a 2-1 you'll be fine. Yeah. Just, just you know, don't develop addictions, and you've probably <laughs> done first year okay. Yeah. If, yeah. As long as you don't go into summer craving hard narcotics, <laughs> you probably <laughs> you probably done all right. <laughs> there is such a low bar for first year. No, such a low bar. Like, don't just survive and... It's a, it's a holiday for a year. Yeah. Do what you do on holiday. If there are first years listening, don't go to your lectures. They're a complete waste of time. Yeah. Don't go to those introductory ones. Turn up hungover. Or go hungover. Because, why are you going hungover? Because, I don't know, there's this, like, I have this romanticisation and this heavy nostalgia of being in lectures drunk yeah. and hungover and it hurts like hell. It really hurts. But there's summer where you go, it's a story, everyone's got, you got to do it at some point. you got to do it once. You don't yeah. get to the end of three years ago you have been to lecture hang, hungover like nah, I just stayed in bed, never did it. You're like, yeah, we, you do that. <laughs> you do that like, on second and third year. Come on, you've got to go at least once. You yeah. live on campus, lad. Rock up. They were really fucking unpleasant those, those lectures. Yeah. Really tough. Everyone's just, remember everyone's just sleeping in lectures. Yeah. And like we'd be coughing their fucking brains out. Mate, we had um, Intro to Politics, which was like a fucking huge core module. It was yeah. like 400 people. It was in that Falculus lecture theatre. Oh, yeah. And it was Thursday morning every week. And obviously everyone banged out pops because we're all first years. And like, you know that scene in Titanic at the end where they're all waiting in this like... Like the of, dream? It, no, where they're all just like fucking huddled up. Oh, the yeah. survivors. Mm. It was like that. It was a, it was a what, shit. Huddled, huddled. <laughs> we were all huddling up. <laughs> there was that consent. People are sleeping. There was a chun in there once. Like <laughs> John, there was a chun in there. Which was like. Mm. Did you know an Oxford college just took o- octopus off the menu? <laughs> <laughs> that uni's got too much money. It's an octopus off the menu. Octopus. Fucking hell. I don't. I. I got a feeling that's not even their like bougiest one. I had a dime bar for lunch today. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking great. I had it in bed. I did. I have four barbecue drumsticks from Tesco. <laughs> Two quid. Huge bang. Huge. Don't dub. you usually have um, octopus on Fridays? Uh, I tend to have caviar. Oh, okay. And then just the eyes of fish. Uh, that's, that's still the bougie shit, mate. Eight New Year's resolutions every Warwick student will be bringing back to uni with them. Did you read that one? Uh, mate, I was going to read it, but I thought this is going to be, this is going to hurt too much. So no, I didn't. It's, it's just shit. It is just shit. It, you can guess all eight. <laughs> it's like, all right, should, we, should we use this as a game? Should I guess? <sighs> you can it's guess, really fun, yeah. Is it? Um, Go get, yeah. It's not fun, but oh, fuck it. 
I've got a game as well later. Anyway. <laughs> I've always so, got games. So unexcited for it. <clears throat> right, I'll give you the, the, the first one is about. Well, I'll just, you know, just, just tell what you think you might. What do you reckon the num- number one resolution would be? Uh, like, Academic wise. Yeah, like finally make it to a 9 a.m. or something. Close. Wake up early enough to get a seat in the library. All right. Brilliant. Right, next one's about food on campus. What do you reckon? What do you reckon this is? Uh, don't eat at like, bread oven or fusion or something. Bring a packed lunch in. You bang on. Limit oneself to just one bread oven a week. Uh, this uh, <laughs> I'm losing the will to live. Don't even, don't even give me pointers now. I'm gonna just gonna go for it. Um, pull pull your fit neighbour or something. Or like pull that. The opposite guy. actually. What is it? Well, it's not the opposite. It's not get with your seminar crush. There's really some collaboration. Not get with your seminar crush. Yeah, not not get with your crush. Don't get with someone you like. Oh, don't do that. If you fancy someone, you with you repress your feelings. Do not get with them at all costs. Also, like how what pathetic advice is that? How how fit are these tab writers that they're like? Oh, they got the choice. Yeah. Oh, don't get with him. He want to get with you. Don't get with him. <laughs> like I don't get this shit. Where it's like you be careful. Don't... You know, making those choices because yeah. come third year you'll be. Oh, don't do clutching at straws. Oh, don't do something you might regret. What shit life advice is that? Yeah. Imagine if you did things you'd think you'd re- didn't do things you'd think you'd regret. You'd Apply do nothing. You do f- yeah, <laughs> accepting what you you do shit all. Yeah. You'd be so tame. Like it's literally going. Oh, don't get with someone. Why not? Yeah. You want to fucking do it, man. And sure, it's awkward when you pass them on the stairs to the library or something like that. Oh, boo hoo. Yeah, whoop do. Character building. We've all done it. To buy food at Aldi and not Roots Grocery Store. Right, walk 20 minutes there. <laughs> and like, it's actually jokes because the picture they've used for it, they just took a screenshot and there's like, a, you know when you hover over something yeah. uh, and you get like the little extra info? Yeah, That's yeah. part of the screenshot and it's like, Earth Day. Follow us on Instagram. Like, it's just part, I'll show you. Look at this. What's that? What's that there? What's that doing there? There's nothing. They fucked it. To embrace stagecoach and delete that Uber app. Who's getting Ubers from <laughs> campus to Lem? <laughs> if you do that, then yeah, that is a new resolution that you've been set all too late. Yeah, exactly. To buy access tickets well in advance instead of paying thirty pound oh, for resale. Wow. That, that is the epitome of journalists jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, access is Such cool a bandwagon. We were there first. I hate being that guy who goes, oh, we were there first. We were there first. Yeah. We were literally there first. No, you know it's over. We weren't there at Enter, to be fair. If the tab is talking about something that you enjoy at uni, over. it's over. It's gone. The I enjoyed gone. access as well. That was so sick, and now it's over. But it is what it is. All good things must come to an end. Not to waste 50% of my life queuing for smack. Statistically wrong. You don't. You spend what forty years queuing for smack, do ya? Yeah, good one. I oh, think, I love. Um, it. You know what I really like? Funny hyperbole statistics. <laughs> That's so fun. I think we're outgrowing this uni. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true. Like we haven't been to smack in third year, have we? I have barely one in second year. I I've not been to third in third year. No, we did. No, we did. First, he worked us that night. It was like a Saturday, some local team. It was like a top floor thing, wasn't it? It went the bottom down, downstairs. Was... So like hyper-local conversation. <laughs> you have to be like, then again, that's our listeners. Yeah. We uh we got some feedback on our podcast from one version. Are you making this up? No. With Sega. Our house, mate. Sega of our house, mate. Because yeah. the only guy to give us feedback... 
I gave it to my sister. I was like, yo, we're on Spotify. Check me, check us out. She went, I'll definitely listen, bro. It's been about a week. She's actually not. Yeah, mate, I've had a couple of siblings do that. No one, no one, mess, no one said anything? A few have come through. What they say? Yeah, they liked it. So it's really funny. You hear that, guys? My brother said our podcast <laughs> is really funny. So if you disagree, you're wrong. Breaking. Bumble now lets you filter users by star sign. And then the one below that is, let's just cancel Capricorn season. What? what? You can see the whole... Okay, can we talk about this for a second? And the horoscopes. Wanna... <clears throat> well, kind of. I don't want to poo-poo girls here. <laughs> but it seems that girls on general, in my experience, um, have a lot more time for star scopes, horos- star, sorry, star signs, horoscopes. Oh, they they do. That's what's that's it called? Correct. Astrology. Astrology. They have yeah. a lot more time for astrology than than men do. Yeah, the zodiac shit. Yeah, it's it feels like a more of a recent thing. Maybe that's just because I've been exposed to it more recently. But... Maybe because of Twitter. Yeah, I what? don't know. I feel like I, why I feel is like this you're a thing on. all of a sudden? I'd, in a or in general in a region of the world where science is so valued, I don't understand it's it escapes people that like, this is a complete load of bollocks oh I'm a fucking bitch because I'm a fucking Pisces no because that Tinder tool will be presumably because people men included will go oh I'm going to search for um, you know Leo's today because I want someone who's confident and, and a go-getter but also that you can go on the internet now and I will do it now and Star signs have like matches with each other. So a star sign like a Leo might match well with a, a, a Capricorn. So they have, but a Pisces should never go with no, a God, Cancer. God, no. You know what I mean? Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid because of like water, fire, earth signs. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's all other bollocks anyway. Do you know your star sign? Yeah, Pisces. I don't know mine. Can you check? I'm um, 7th of November. Some girl out there is going, oh, you're a. You're a fucking crab. There aren't girls listening to this, mate. <laughs> no, there isn't. November the 7th, star sign. See what you are, mate. Scorpio. Cheese. You're Scorpio. What does that mean? Your shy, artistic, and determined nature define your personality. I'm not artistic. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't sound that shy either. Would you say I'm shy? Not in like... What I'm guessing this means, where yeah. just crippled by social anxiety. <laughs> right, fucking hell. Right, so you see who we're compatible with, mate. What, yeah. you Scorp- Scorpio, boy. Right, Scorpio. Are <clears throat> you sorry, Pisces? I'm Pisces. Let's Piskies. see. Piskies. Uh, please let your partner sign. Let's say you pick me, Pisces. Yeah. When Scorpio and Pisces make a love match, there's just a splendid union of much respect and understanding. Only a love match. If if we're not in love, we don't get this. It's the thing with these kind of things. Like they're so vague and universal. Oh yeah, exactly. If you love someone, exactly, it goes. It, it's already assumed that you love and respect them. Surely, to love someone, there has to be some level of respect. You go, oh, I just don't respect <laughs> my wife. I do not respect. I don't understand that. You go, honey, on this night, our tenth wedding anniversary. As I look into your eyes, I realise that yes, I love you, but. I don't respect you, nor do I understand you. You're a fucking enigma who I fucking despise. Who, who but am love. I looking at? 
I don't know you anymore. I, just have, I, no, I have no respect for you. You're a speck on my shoe, but I love you. And she goes, well, normally I would be offended, but given that you're a Scorpio and I'm a Pisces, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, given you're a Scorpio, you, are, you often do these things where you're just brutally honest. <laughs> so I have to learn to respect you. But because I love I Matt, it means we can't respect each other. We're in some sort of fucking superimposition quantum realm now. I'm going to tell the kids that... Uh, I'm shipping them off to my mother's house because I've just found out the news that you are a Pisces. We're a love match that works purely on hatred and misunderstanding. It goes on. These mates share the same element, water. Because Pisces is fish, famously in water, and Scorpio scorpions, famously on, <laughs> on desert. You tell me where there's water in the Sahara. You fu- they're just fucking pulling shit out their arse. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Who? Who, yeah. Mystic Meg. Who, like, who, who decides this? It's, they did that thing where you were talking about it's so universal and anyone can apply it. Yeah. They say sort of positive things where, you know that study where people find themselves more attractive than they actually are? Yeah. And people find themselves more, in- think of themselves more intelligent than they actually are. Yeah, yeah So yeah. when you actually give them the results of their intelligence, they tend to disbelieve the facts because then it's saying that they're not as intelligent, so they disbelieve it. Some psychology shit, obviously. This is sort of the same where it goes, you're an introvert sometimes when you want to be, but an extrovert when you, you can. You always stick up for your friends. Yeah. And people want to believe, yeah, I don't go out all the time because that makes me a fucking loser. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, a pussy and stay indoors. <laughs> and I'm also, you know, caring of my friends. Yeah, I want to believe that's true. Yeah. And they did that thing where they gave people who believe in horoscopes uh, a, a cold reading, basically, where you can just, you just pl- pluck shit out of thin air. You're this, you're that. You, you, you this, but you're also the opposite of that. You're this. Yeah, yeah. So everyone goes right. Yeah, All I am that, and that. I'm covering everything, and like 99 percent of them agreed with the the reading. Then it turns out they all had the same fucking reading. So it's an interesting one. Well, tying into that, so uh, I got this email the other day from this law firm that rejected me like quite a few months ago. Yeah. At the at the online testing stage, yeah. so. And they just sent me this email being like, oh, uh, just in case you're curious, we have like the kind of results from your test. The personality thing. I, I don't remember it being that, but yeah, they've made some personal... They've just looked at you in the fucking interviews like, you're a fucking waste. <laughs> yeah. I don't like We you. found your Facebook and you're a fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah. So they... What are they saying about you, mate? How have they fucking psychoanalyzed you? They, they go in a bit. Mate, Lloyd did that to me, to be fair. They psychoanalyze you. Yeah, because I did a psychoanalysis test. It's kind of dark, isn't it? Yeah. And they pick people based on that shit. Yeah. You're picked based on it. On your personality. Yeah, a personality that's on a fucking screen that no one's even seen. Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? So what are they saying about you, mate? You find it challenging to initiate and build relationships with others. Right, that is That's basically saying you can't make friends. That's so me. You, yeah, that's like the fundamentals of just living. Yeah. yeah, you struggle to you know make meaningful relationships with people. Yeah, how? Firstly, how they gather that from the test? I, I didn't answer like I don't like meeting people. Secondly, like yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't hire that kind of person either. It's probably when Who you can't probably when you close your eyes during the interview about the entire way through. That's probably where they got that from. <laughs> you know, like I had this opinion of you that you don't really like meeting people. What makes you say that? Like he's got a blindfold on, and like he's looking. You, your hand is covering that guy's face. I like, don't want to talk to you. Uh, you were screaming during the group exercise. <laughs> that's why. You said, "Fuck off!" I hate making friends to every person in the group interview. But it made it so contradictory because it was like you enjoy providing reassurances to the others, and you like maintaining strong relationships. 
You like maintaining strong relationships? Of course you like maintaining strong relationships. Yeah. Well, oh, I like maintaining weak relationships. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go, sorry, mum, I'm just a bit, bit bored of you. Yeah, I hate, like, you know, the lack of respect between me and my mum. So I try and maintain that indefinitely, how well, we don't she, understand um, each other. Is she a Capricorn? Uh, she's, oh, I actually don't know what she is. Because if she was, then that, that might be you... difficult for you. Because both signs, me and you, mate, are intuitive with the subtleties of human interaction. Pisces also has a tendency to withdraw into their own mind. Do you think I withdraw into my own mind a lot? Not, not notably so. Everyone withdraws into their own mind. That's just called not talking. It's called thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Like every other star sign, they just don't think. Yeah. Like only Pisces. Your wife's like, um, oh, where do you want to go out for dinner tonight? And you're like, uh. she's like, there you go again, withdrawing into your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> you find it safe there don't you come to the real world you struggle maintaining relationships with me I don't respect you Pisces offer a gentleness kindness and sympathy do I do that? am I gentle am I kind and am I sympathetic? not really no <laughs> that's really the antithesis isn't it? I wouldn't call you gentle I wouldn't call myself sympathetic to things either no not really kindness no <laughs> Oh, guys, he's, he's so kind-hearted. Yeah, uh, that, my, my eulogy wouldn't say those three words. Might say I'm a Pisces. <laughs> yeah, they go. You'll be right. So sad to lose another Pisces. We've been losing a lot of them recently. Our long-term aspirations, though, are completely unalike. Does that mean they're alike? No, they are. No, they're completely unalike. Our aspirations surely don't differ really that much. Not, I mean, not really. Be comfortable. Start a family. Mars and Pluto rule Scorpio. So you're ruled by Mars and Pluto. Two good... Well, one's not even a planet. You're ruled by a war planet and a non-planet. <laughs> <laughs> Jupiter and Neptune rule Pisces. They're pretty good, mate. Jupiter, big gas giant. Neptune, god of the sea. Why wouldn't he? Didn't Macron call himself Jupiter once? Did he? Yeah, like last year. <laughs> Mars is the ancient god of war and Scorpio individuals are living proof of this aggressive, courageous, daring and sometimes belligerent influence I wouldn't call you aggressive No, I'm pretty tame Yeah, if I'd call you non-aggressive I'd call you very non-aggressive Yeah, if anything I could be a bit more aggressive Yeah, you're life. the Neville Chamberlain Yeah Of this a bit of relationship pussy, really. <laughs> Of this relationship, yeah Does it say that you're aggressive? It doesn't really It says that I have a dreamy aura and a love for popular culture and media. I have a love for popular culture. Let's say not, I have a love for things <laughs> that are popular. They're popular for a reason. What do they say? You have a dreamy aura? A dreamy, ethereal energy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met someone <laughs> more like, not down to earth, but like not ethereal. <laughs> you Wait. have no time for anything spiritual. We're literally rinsing spirituality right now. <laughs> At all fucking podcasts. It's Joe's because like, my dreamy ethereal energy is softens your rough edges. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so aggressive. And I was like, like, if it was your way round, you'd sort of be able to make a case for it. You wouldn't be able to be 100%. You'd be but like, you go, uh, uh, you, you know, you do things where you're like, Oh, just I'll go. Yeah, I guess he's close. Yeah, you could be. This is <laughs> so off the mark. So wrong. It's so off the mark. You couldn't be more off the mark with this. But I really hope that there's like a. You know, you get them like Jehovah's Witnesses and shit. Yeah. I really hope they have the equivalent of them with astrologists. And they knock on your door. And or they see us together, and they're like, 
oh, so that means that you soften his aggressive edges and we'll be like, not really, and then, no. And then like, I'm the Pisces and I get aggressive with them and then you acted like dreamy and ethereal. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start getting bamboozled. Like, what the fuck? I didn't expect this. A Pisces can show a Scorpio you that flexibility can be fun and exciting. Wait, which one am I? Scorpio. You're Scorpio, yeah. So you can show me how flexibility can be exciting. You know what the best thing about Scorpio-Pisces love match? Their similarly intense emotional natures. Their shared sensitivity to the undercurrents of life. To the more ethereal magic of love. This is a relationship of harmony and fulfilment. Fulfilment. Scorpio and Pisces both live empathetically and seek true profound commitments. Looking for answers? Watch a live ritual and chat now. Click on chat now. No, I, I wouldn't mind watching a live ritual. D- I've clicked chat now. Would it's a, you it's call, a free um, chat. We're in the chat. Shit. Shit, I'm online. I think... <laughs> I think. Would you call our relationship emotionally intense? I think my, my camera might be being used. <laughs> if we have listeners who this is the third episode that they've been listening to, I would imagine that they're qualified to make judgments about our relationship and I would not think they would call it emotionally intense. That's true, actually. It's not emotionally intense. No. It's emotionally cold. It's emotionally so dark. It's mo- emotionally permafrost. Do you, do you have a, a yes or no question? I can pick a tarot card for you here. <laughs> what? I can. And this this is all over the gap, but it's so... Do I have a yes or no question? Yeah, what question? To ask you? Well, yeah, and I'll pick a card. Um. Do you, do you like being with large groups of people? Okay. No. <laughs> No. Is that what it says? No. The temperance card in its <laughs> negative state here suggests that you have a mistaken belief. So I don't. Is he cheating on you? Enter a live psychic. Chat now to find out. <laughs> it's playing on people. Oh, mate. We can have, yeah, let's do some more yes or no answers. How is there a girl out there who loves me? Yes. The Emperor is a card of victory and conquest. <laughs> I'm going to conquer this woman. Oh. Mars and Sun. Do you much? <laughs> oh, yeah, I will not conquer. I'll conquer. I'll not divide and rule her. <laughs> Chat now. If you were one of these um, star sign, like, sages who had this universe wisdom. Mm-hmm. Would I spend my time writing a column in the sun about it? No. Yeah, you'd be like... I'd be sharing it? it. If you had universal wisdom. I'd be sharing it for free. You'd hope so. Because I'd you? get... The fucking residual off that. I'd probably become the most famous person probably ever. You'd be showered in Nobel yeah. Prizes. In I wouldn't, every field. I wouldn't be writing for the Daily Star, I can tell you that. No. I wouldn't be doing that. No. I wouldn't call myself Mystic Meg. <laughs> and my name's really like fucking Angelina or something. Like, I'm not going to call myself Mystic Meg anytime fucking soon. Like, I, you can, that's why you can tell it's bollocks if it's written. She, I thought you would create something because you are by nature quite ethereal and uh, yeah and dreamy yeah and a, and a woman <laughs> <laughs> what question do you want to know it has to be yes or no but you, you want to know it about myself do well about yeah generally it's about your oh, about it's a tarot card so but so you you ask like is there an afterlife um I think it's more you know, does he, he loves me, he loves me not. Oh, right. So it's stuff that you can't prove. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's shit you'll, you'll, yeah, you'd have to, it's hard to find out. Like, will I become a successful man? Shit like that. Sure, I'll put that. Okay. Will that, i got to say out for the energy in the universe to be considered. Can we clear the aura of the room first? I don't yeah. want to get any of your bad omens. <laughs> Just throw some shit around. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. The Feng Shui is already pretty nice in this room. Yeah, it is. Yeah, actually, is to be fair. Uh, right. Will Zach be a successful man? I was picking a random card. Yeah. I'm not cheating. I'm not, I'm not t- purposely picking I hope there. it's not negative temperance, hey? <laughs> you got a negative emperor. <laughs> no. The emperor right now shows that you've allowed your emotions to get out of control. You've criticised someone close to you, someone who is loyal and only wishes good things for you. You must step down from your throne and apologise in order to make things right. Uh, humility will make a difference as you calmly and carefully address the conflict. What that's got to do with success, I don't know, but a little, little extra for you. Have I, you? Have I, you well, that? I mean, step down from my throne. I'm currently lying down on two broken chairs. <laughs> Ask a live astrologer now. Keep clicking it. They won't, they won't let me. They won't let me get in. Pick another card. They've got bloody tough hours, haven't they? 24-7. <laughs> what shift have you got tonight? 5pm uh, to 2am. <laughs> I've got the 24-7. <laughs> I'm a 7th generation born psychic clairvoyant medium. Chat now. You know what he charges? There's a picture of him. He's holding, he's next to a, Bud- a Buddha head. And he's holding what looks to be a Christmas bauble. Yeah, like a plastic But ball. he's trying to fob it off as, as a crystal ball, but it is a bauble. You know what she charges? For a chat? Yeah. It's not too... Five a minute. No. Five a minute. And that's not even the most. There's tenner a minute for a crystal fairy, she goes by. She's a chakra hearing and clairvoyant. I sense auras and check on your cycles and rhythms in life. Tenner a minute? (coughs) Oh, this shit should be illegal. The 2019 love tarot. Should we pick it? Should we pick a card? Pick your cards. What's this word? Tarot? Yeah, it's tarot. Tarot. Oh, it's tarot, isn't it? Not tarot. I don't know. I think it's tarot. It's tarot cards. I need I need to pick some cards though, mate. I'm gonna Oh on February. I have to pick that one. Enter your birth information. And your credit card number. <laughs> Oliver. Automatically picks females, your gender. It's assuming there. Because men aren't using this. Um the twenty second uh, it's gonna go for my email, but I'm gonna give it to my burner account. <laughs> So I've got a burner account for this sort of shit. Same. <laughs> it's the Gmail one. <laughs> Confirm that email. Let's lock in this W, baby. I agree to terms of service. What are you finding out here? This is a non-secure form. Send it anyway. <laughs> what are you? What? I have to pay. I have to pay for my 2019 Love Tarot. Twenty dollars. Jeez. It's 16 pages long and it's got five-star rating. Apparently, of course it has. I'm not paying. What, and they've, they've generated that already? Apparently so, yeah, it's instant. It's an algorithm, that's why. Anyway, well, cheers for coming along uh, for episode three. We've enjoyed your company. Uh, it's Friday night, so we're going to go uh, fuck around for a bit. Take care of yourselves. Um, see you in a week, might not. Probably will, next Friday, you're yeah. about. We'll be about. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a big big marketing drive soon, so watch out for yeah, that. Yeah, as soon as we get free podcasts out there, I'm hitting the socials. We, you won't you won't be fucking. You'll see us everywhere. We'll be about. Let it be known, undergrad. Uh, right. Well, see ya. See ya. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Don't heckle us on campus. We're doing a job. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't ignite it though, just gas. <laughs> just turn it. Don't <laughs> click it, turn it. If you click it, I'll be bloody furious. <laughs> Close the doors and the windows. <laughs>